0: Hello and welcome to Connecting the Modern Store, a new series of exclusive podcasts brought to you by Renovatech, a leading name in end-to-end AIDC technology solutions. On today's episode, we'll be discussing why deploying an enterprise-grade wireless network in your retail outlets is vital to creating a seamless and rewarding in-store experience for both customers and retail associates. My name is Dave Harris, and joining me to discuss this fascinating topic is Nick Kimber, Global Key Account Manager for Ruckus. We're also joined by two of Renovatech's very own experts: Technical Director Jamie Mottishead and Head of Customer Delivery Matt Hazelgrave. Jamie, Matt, and Nick, thank you for being here today to talk about technology solutions for the retail sector. So, Jamie, if I can turn to you first, um, the modern store has to be tech savvy. Mm-hmm. So what technologies are retailers investing in to improve uh, customer engagement and indeed to differentiate themselves?
1: Yeah, you're exactly right. There's a huge amount of technology within the retail environment at the moment from a, a consumer perspective as well as an operator perspective. You know, from from an operator perspective, people working in those stores need solutions that are fast. Give them the information that they need in you know in as re, in near real time uh, as possible to make the user experience to the end customer. Matt's going to be discussing around uh, shelf edge labeling and and where that technology is leading to. But I think all of this is you know comes together with the backbone of the wireless infrastructure that you mentioned and the on the introduction there is is really important to make sure that all of this. Uh, this technology that uh, is
0: in the in the retail space works efficiently. So let's talk about that Wi-Fi connectivity. Nick if I could turn to you um, as this is obviously your area of expertise um, Wi-Fi connectivity is critical within the retail environment. I presume that's true.
2: It is and I think that even more so now it's about the user experience. Um, You take any walk of life now and people expect to be able to walk in anywhere and connect to a wireless system in some way, shape or form. The experience in the retail store is even more important to have that connectivity. Um, If you think about somebody going in and wanting to uh, understand whether they're looking for a specific item, specific size, a specific color. And having that network connectivity and using uh, either an app or a tool to be able to understand what that makes that experience so much better for it. Um, We've also seen so many more devices and so many more systems and applications being deployed in the wireless space. Having that network infrastructure and architecture is absolutely critical moving forward.
0: And and how does the Wi-Fi enable a personalised customer experience, do you think?
2: Well, there's two ways. And typically, the old way that retailers used to engage with customers was through them downloading an app to their device. Um, that way, then, they would get access to uh, offers, coupons. And it could be a personalised experience, so you'd sign into the app. Or it could be a generalised, where everybody gets the same deal. The only issue with that is that users have to then download an app to be able to have that experience in the store. If I went to a shopping centre, would I download an app for every single store I was going into in that shopping centre? No. So I think retailers now are looking at how they can adapt the user experience by using things like PWAs, progressive web apps, which are look and feel like an app, but they're on when you connect to the Wi-Fi, it's there. And it can be personalised. You can sign into it and you can then put all the information you want within that PWA to give them that experience without the need for the user to download something.
0: Okay. And what about the the retail associate themselves, the people working in the stores? How can connectivity improve their experience?
2: So I'm going to give you an example of this. So uh, a major retail outlet um, I frequent a lot um, because I like the clothing that's in there. Um, they have staff that walk around with tablets and in the past trying to find somebody or trying to find an item of clothing in the right color and the right size that you want if it's not on the shelf you have to find somebody to find out it's at the back these people are now um, given tablets and what they can do is they can check to see one whether they're stock in the back end that they can go and get, or if not, where the nearest store that might have it. And they can still engage with you and say, if you're happy to receive it tomorrow in the post, they can take the order, take the payment, and you get it delivered at home. So they've not lost a sale. So this is only enabled simply because the devices are connected to a wireless network, which give them access to that data.
0: Um Matt if I could turn to you now. Um Jamie mentioned uh, at the beginning there about uh, electronic shelf edge labeling. So tell me about that. What is it and you know and what and what difference does that make to things?
3: Yeah, so um electronic shelf edge labels it's not new technology. It's been around for some time, but effectively it's it's automatic price updates through an electronic tag. Um I suppose the benefit for colleague and customer is if you look at the sort of retail landscape, um, and you look at the the roles and responsibilities of a colleague typically today in a store, they have a lot of responsibility and it's quite vast. Now some of that is value add and some of it's enabling value add work. And what we find with this type of technology is you're reducing a piece of work that is a necessity but isn't necessary where the colleague engages with the customer. Um, and that automatic update of pricing gives the customer the reassurance that they're getting quality product at a fair price for the market value. And that's important for the industry today because of how aggressive and how saturated the market is. They're having to keep up to date with these price changes quite often and they are slipping into potential trading law implications due to it. So I think it's an enabler. Um, the, the ecosystem of electronics sh- shelf edge labels has grown and add-ons that to that ecosystem has enabled different use cases to be introduced. So, for example, um, and it's why the wireless becomes even more important because we're putting more endpoints into stores. But, for example, camera technology that accompanies the electronic shelf edge labels to look at the layout of a planogram, the, the shelf edge situation and the stocking levels. Um, and at present, we find that from my experience of working closely with retailers, that there are huge opportunities there for them to leverage end-to-end cost of goods movement and to be able to simplify and streamline their operations. So whilst simply at the shelf edge, it executes a price, it's bigger. And it's when you get under the skin of that and what you can unlock for retailers is where the true value sits. However, it's all underpinned by the appropriate wireless infrastructure, the setup being correct, um, and making sure that we you know we, that customers work through what it is they're looking to achieve.
1: And just to add to that, Matt, I, I completely agree with everything that we, we said there, but as a use case there, I think of when certain retailers may have external merchandisers coming into store, you know, you know approaching the sort of shelf edge labels when you can still have control over pricing into information there, it's
0: probably a, you know quite a good use case. And and Nick shelf edge labeling presumably that puts and that's a lot of devices getting onto the Wi Fi network. I mean, more and more and more devices. I mean, if every single product in the store has to connect independently to to the Wi Fi, is is that technically a challenge?
2: Uh, No. And this is this is where it comes back. This is where it comes to how you deliver this network and how you design and specify and architect this network moving forward. I mentioned earlier about the fact is that. Over the last four or five years, the amount of devices coming onto these networks in-store has grown massively, and it's all about this user experience. Part of that is the electronic shelf-age label. Yes, there are thousands of them potentially in stores, but you've got to think the minute bits of little data they're actually sending, they're not 4K video streams, they're just minute little changes. And what's interesting from a wireless network perspective, in the past... Electronic Shelf Edge labelling used to be another overlay network put on top of a wireless network, which added complication, interference, all kinds of stuff. Now, the likes of ourselves are adding the ability to be able to connect these devices through the wireless network. I'll give you a bit of a classic example in the case as to why ESL works quite well in the UK. Um, I was talking to a builder's merchant, um, and one of the things that they came up with was that Every, the last two hours of every day, two people used to walk around the store with a clipboard looking at every single price item in the store to see whether the price label was still there. A lot of their customers would come in, take the price label off, walk to the checkout and say, I want 10 of those or 15 of those. So they were removing it from the aisles. So then at the end of the day, they'd come in and they would then have to reprint the labels to put the pricing on. The problem is they had five different sizes of labels and 50% of the labels they printed up were printed on the wrong size label. So they'd have to go back again to print it. So having an ESL solution means you can automatically update. They can't take the thing off the, the shelf to give it in. Um, so you can update the pricing. You can make sure it's right. But more importantly, it's cost saving for people not having to do that at the end of the day.
0: Matt. I want to ask you a bit about uh, something called managed service. I'd like you to tell me what that is for a start for those uh, listeners and viewers who don't know and why a retail customer would subscribe to that.
3: Yeah, so a managed service really is, if you think about the landscape of a shop today and the, the technologies that are in there, um, it's quite. it can be quite difficult for a business to manage um, the intricacies of the different layers of technologies that sit within that store. And effectively, that's what our team offer, is the management of those to make sure that any incident um, is managed, any updates required, um, any troubleshooting, um, any new innovation or technologies that are coming down, um, just to really create a better environment for the colleague and customer. Um, I think the managed service piece can be tailored to the customer's needs and demands. Um, sometimes we complement existing services that sit within the customer or it can be offered um, as a, as, a, as an outsourced and I think from, from a customer's perspective, the, the challenge that, that we see and that they've got in the industry today is they're very busy and it's just one of those things that you can alleviate pressure on that technically is sometimes quite difficult to manage.
0: Yeah, Jamie. Presumably, that's the point, isn't it? The managed service
3: takes away the headache, of that technical
1: stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But Having that day-to-day, you know, rather than having a whole team within a within a, an organisation that is looking out for issues with hardware, looking out for latest updates from vendors, firmware patches to to go down to devices. We can take that pressure away and that that pain point away by by managing that process and 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 looking and letting informing. Uh, uh, customers uh, informing customers when new firmware updates are available they can go away and test that with all of their applications to make sure we're happy and we can then program that update to go out remotely overnight when the store isn't working so when you come in the next day you pick up the device and away you go with new update new patch that uh, has been has been updated
2: I'd like to add to that as well and and you've got to think about typical IT teams for retailers who might have hundreds and hundreds of stores isn't huge, right? And having a partner that can provide a managed service and has uh, feet on the ground takes that element of time consumption out of a probably a restricted IT team within a retailer to better deliver just reactive issues rather than looking at technology in a proactive way and how it can help to increase sales, user experience and things like that
3: yeah I
1: think sometimes again, in you know, the amount of vendors, there might be multiple different hardware devices that you have, multiple different manufacturers of, of kits are having that you know that 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 service that's keeping up to date on your behalf as quite rightly as you said that that proactive approach to ultimately let you know when the, when the change is needed and that can be you know as as basic as a an update that will make things go a little bit faster or it can be something as really important as a security update that needs to be implemented uh, as quickly as possible to you know minimize any kind of uh, potential security issues
0: Matt, when you first uh, visit a store that wants to, you know, improve the technology that's in use there, how do you know that they're that they're ready for it, you know, that they can cope with the sort of technologies that you're going to put in for them?
3: Yeah, so I think it's a, it is a mixed bag, to be honest with you. So some of our customers that we visit um, typically aren't in the best place to receive the technology they're looking for. Um, so quite often, we may start, for example, with a site survey to make sure what we call client, but the device itself um is able to be consumed within that, that consumed within that network. However, there are some customers that are geared for it and we find that we'll implement the solution and then maybe then issues that arise later. And again, what we what we often find is a review, health check of the network, um to make sure that it's up to scratch where we need it to be to support the customers' new use cases and the new requirements is typically where we see the sort of two positions of, of, of going into a customer. And
0: Nick, presumably that is really vital, isn't it? That the, you know, At the, the very basic level, you know, the building, the, the fabric of the building has to be able to cope with whatever you're putting in there.
2: Uh, yeah, because um, you've, you've got to think about, <clears throat> do you just want coverage within the shop floor and do you want coverage of the whole lot? Do you want it in the warehouse bit at the back, in the office...? down by the tills, do you then want to ensure that it is it just for staff? Is it for users? Um, and it was interesting, you know, we talk about different customers do different things. You look at the convenience store market, convenience store market typically have an access point that's in there and wireless infrastructure to deliver staff connectivity, not user connectivity. However, if you look at some of the stores of the future now, even in the convenience store, they're becoming automated. So there isn't anybody on a till. So you just go in, you go through a, um, a, a checkpoint and you have an app and your app's already got your card in it. You scan your items and you walk out and it's checked out straight away. But having the right infrastructure, even in a convenience store, is just as critical as having a large department
0: store. Jamie, if um, people watching this, listening to this want to know more or they're interested in this sort of technology, what, what's, the, what's the best way for them to go forward?
1: so as as you can see in the environment we're in at the moment this is our Renova tech innovation center that we that that we're in today we have a fantastic facility here where we can we can invite you uh, invite you in customers prospects to come and have a look around and to get very hands on with not only the hardware but the software that sits behind that uh, you know in, in the innovation center and and by doing that will we allow you to make decisions, look at different uh, technologies that you might not have might not have considered but coming back to the you know the the original point Matt mentioned it before us coming and understanding your operation and understanding how you, uh, you know, how you work and what challenges that you may have is just as, in, as important as that. But getting in touch, coming to see us at the Innovation Centre is a, is a really good start.
0: Yeah, because presumably, you know, knowing as you say the the customer's requirements to make sure you know you don't just throw any old technology at them you've got to throw the right technology
1: absolutely and and making whether that we look at that from an ergonomics perspective whether that's the the you know the the, the amount of uh, of walking within the shift to be going from what we mentioned from nick before in terms of roaming from from access point to access point whether we're looking at it we needing more information on screen we talked about walking around with tablets how does that display look like on screen whether that's customer friendly so we can show that to a customer perspective all of these considerations are, are, are points that we need to look at before we even start considering proposing technology
3: yeah i think to add to what jem is talking about i think what what we're really keen to do is understand the landscape of what the customer is trying to achieve and for, for a lot of customers with where the current market is there's potential costs associated to that and and these managed services and the wraparounds we offer protect what their investment is and it helps maintain it for 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 years beyond the the, the initial cycle i think that's really sort of important to us that we offer the right solutions but then we also support the right solutions long term
0: and presumably nick Technology is still changing. It's still evolving. So you want to make sure that the platforms you're putting in can support whatever future technologies may come down the road.
2: You're right. Everything, everything really comes down to data. Okay, so everything from a device, from a tablet, from a scanner, from a user client device is all about data. Um, retailer really, really should be really focused around footfall dwell time present zone simply because the fact they want to understand their customer base. They want to make sure that their store is laid out in the most ergonomically designed way possible, whether it be the flow of people around the store, whether it be access to cheaper products, more higher price margin products. So all of that data is gonna be available from lots of different channels for them to really look at their business model to understand how they can use the technology that they're buying now to push them into the next 21st, 22nd century. Everything's moving towards AI ML, So it's having that data and being able to crunch it into a way which is gonna be of use to them as a business.
0: And Matt, what about uh when things go wrong? You know, backing up, you know, make sure that you know you can replace items quickly if uh, if you know, inevitably things do go wrong with the best will in the world.
3: Yeah, so I think if we look at it from um the end user point of view, is they're wanting to get a job done. And sometimes they're working quickly and mistakes happen and they may drop for a device. So we do have um a large um food retailer um that we support um thousands of devices from a repair service. Um, and what that means for them is that they've got the reassurance that that kit is protected for the longevity of, of the, the service wrap. It means they have very little downtime operationally, and it means that the initial investment in the kit is enough for what they need to achieve from a, from a volume versus demand perspective. So not buying too many, too many devices, um, but also not buying too little, so that we've, we've got that sweet spot that we can get repairs in and out very quickly. And we offer that service um, to maintain that kit and protect their business ultimately.
1: I think what's probably just worth adding to that is uh, absolutely, but tailoring these specific to the individual customers needs is, is critical there isn't a one size fits all you know approach here that you need XYZ understanding us holding a buffer stock of X percent, uh, but also in terms of managing that through a peak period such as Christmas for example Matt and the team do a, an amazing job of making sure that regular service reviews happen with end customers so that we can then uh, be keeping an eye and really finger on the pulse of uh, of what that looks like so if there is a a known fault or a known issue that keeps coming up or cropping up it can be addressed and it doesn't affect you know the 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 operation similarly we can come into a christmas peak period or easter peak whenever it may be we could be looking actually you're getting a little bit low on the buffer stock here, or you need to be doing this and and, and progressing forward. So it isn't just coming at the very beginning, look at the operation and how we can how we can add technology. It's that ongoing support and the wraparound service that we can provide. That that's, uh, that 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 was what the customers really like from us.
3: Yeah, and we've 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 seen that recently. So we 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 had a new customer that's come on board, and they haven't purchased the amount of products they would normally purchase because we've offered rental services. Um, we've got customers where they need to have a quicker turnaround of of, of items from their buffer pool, so we're doing a hot swap process. So it's same day dispatch, so there is it is tailored. Um, there's lots of flexibility within the business to be able to support the needs of the customer. And we've got many examples where that where we offer that, those types of services.
1: You only have to see one customer walking out of the door because they've not been able to provide the service they want. You know, that's the that's the type of solutions that we provide to make sure there is always a device, a tablet, a handheld in the operator's hands to be able to service that customer.
3: I think from a if you think about innovation of services, realistically, um, the market will demand the next tail of what they want. So I think from our perspective, listening to customers being close to them keeps us at the forefront of those services, so we can really support the customer base, and it's like the things that Jim has developed from a, um, a sort of firmware and software updates. Recently, it's 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 new, it's innovative, um, and it's putting control within the customer. So it, it's definitely important.
2: I think also. That lends into um, design and architectural build right at the start because I think some of the conversations we have with retailers are not about what they want to do now so reacting to the here and now it's looking at what's the five year plan what do, what's their feedback from customers so rather than just deploying something to one size fits all actually look at it and saying well ESL's coming on so do we need Bluetooth do we need Zigbee do we need something else is there something else that we can take advantage of that technology can give us now that's within budget or within design that means that when it comes to deployment of new applications devices technology we've actually got the infrastructure already there to, to
0: take it on board. Well, I'm afraid that's all we have time for today. I'd like to take a moment to thank our guests, Jamie, Matt and Nick, for joining us at the Renovatech Innovation Centre for this fascinating episode of Connecting the Modern Store. If you want to learn more about technology solutions for the retail store, or if you'd prefer to speak to one of our experts directly, you can get in touch with us via www.renovatech.com. Whilst there, you can also book a visit to our brand new state-of-the-art innovation centre, where we're sitting now, which is located at our UK HQ in Newton-le-Willows in Merseyside. My name is Dave Harris, and you've been listening to Connecting the Modern Store. Take care and see you next time.